Hello guys, this is Shaladio. You welcome to episode 2 of um, the Side Chick Ministry. Um where did we stop yesterday again? Uh we stopped at um, an introduction of and we also read a scripture yesterday and we looked at the example of David and uh, we saw clearly from the scripture that um in this initial transaction that's before the lady's husband before Bathsheba's husband was killed it was only just meant to be a sexual fling uh, between David and Bathsheba. There was no talk of, you know, being married or anything. And um, even when she got pregnant, uh, the whole uh, move by David was to cover up the pregnancy. So which meant that uh, they perhaps wanted business to continue as usual. So there wasn't going to be any commitment of any sort. And even by the way, David had David had many wives. So I mean, what's the point, really? So I mean, you just know clearly that this was a case of sexual greed. So on this episode, and I think episode three, I'll be zeroing in more on why uh, married men engage side chicks. I'm going to share some conversations with you and experiences uh, that. I've learned uh, from people over the years uh, in episodes two and three. Then from episodes four, we'll begin to look at why women also engage in the side chick ministry. Now, where do I start from? Now, we left off um, at the point where we said that um, sex, creating sexual options, is the major reason why men engage in the side chick ministry and um i was speaking with a friend today and said oh have you listened i asked her, i said have you listened to my um uh, to my broadcast uh the first episode and she said no that she didn't really think it was relevant um to her fair enough but if you live in a place like nigeria if you live in a place like Nigeria, now the issue is um, not you. It's not about you not being interested in what these people are doing. The issue is that even when you've decided to live your life as a proper Christian, as a proper Christian woman, this thing is going to come right to your door. They will bring it right to your door if a man is not trying to make you a side chick then some woman is trying to make herself a side chick to your husband seriously it it's not something that you can ignore you know in a place like nigeria i mean i worked and lived there for several years and um, it was really very strong out there really very strong out there so I'll share some experiences with you, you know, just to validate it and also just to um, give you a feel, you know, of why men go into this thing and the stories are bound and they're still happening on a daily basis. In fact, let me even tell you, many young marriages below one year, marriages that are not up to one year, are being heavily threatened in Nigeria by side chick ministries. Seriously. So let me tell you, if, I mean, a few stories and experiences uh, that will open your eyes more uh, to the reality 
uh, of this issue, especially in a place like Nigeria and Lagos. I remember quite well. Um, I got married and um, then I was working for uh, a top accounting firm in Lagos. I was working in the um, consulting arm of these accounting firms, a worldwide accounting firm. We call them one of the big five. Uh, one of the big five so it's like once we mention those five names those are the biggest five accounting firms in the world so they are a huge multinational and um we had quite a sizable operation in lagos i think we had about 600 consultants and auditors in lagos so it was a massive place buzzing with all sorts of activities i think we had close to 20 partners of the various shapes and sizes and genders and uh, men it was a whole big market out there so on this occasion um i was assigned to work with a client uh on victoria island our office then was in surulere i was assigned to work uh, with a client on victoria island uh with um a and i think was she still an intern then no she wasn't an intern i think she had started working uh with this very young lady she uh she had just left out of school she just left school uh, more like finished up her uni she was a fresh graduate and uh she was assigned to me so we used to work together uh on this particular client engagement and interestingly also her dad uh was a partner uh in the establishment too so now i'll tell you it, it was a whole load of stories around this that i mean might we definitely will spill over into two episodes now the first story i want to tell you was this uh we're pretty friendly and we used to travel in the same car uh, in the same car from surulere to vi on a daily basis and also from vi uh, back to i think maybe somewhere around ogutu or so and then and then uh, I'll drop off there and continue with my journey home. It depended on who actually brought the car that day. I think there were some occasions I had the car. No, many other occasions she also had the car. So it depends on who who brought in a car. It will depend on where anyone got dropped off. But her own place was uh, the first port of call before getting to mine on the way back from work. Now... The first time we turned up um, at this client for this client engagement on Victoria Island, um, I've forgotten the name of that bank. I think it's on Ozumba Mbadiwe or so, uh, right on the top of um, Oceanic Bank. Um, what do you guys call these other banks? Uh, is it investment bank? No, merchant banks. Yeah, it was a merchant bank that was situated right on top of Oceanic uh, Bank on Ozumba Mbadiwe, very close to, I think, the next door. I had a Mr. Biggs there. Also, so we turned up there, and um, f- right from the very first day, this guy, very well-built guy, six footer. I mean, it's. I mean, the guy was a, a solid hunk. I mean, well shaped, and um, he, he was light skinned. Interestingly, and I got to find out that his his dad was actually Nigerian because he spoke fluent Yoruba and English. His dad was Nigerian, and his mom was Egyptian. So was very light-skinned and i mean he really looked uh very nice handsome and attractive so right from the very first day the guy um, approached me privately and said oh this lady that's uh working with you 
man, I can't just get over her legs. I really want that girl in bed. I mean, she, the guy told me, pop and plane. And this is Lagos for you. I mean, there was no, they didn't, he didn't hide it. He told me. So he said, how am I going to get this girl? Now, I had a dilemma. Number one, I'm a Christian. Number two, when we were leaving the office, the girl's dad called me. I said, take care of my daughter. Number three, this client engagement, we didn't want to lose it. So it meant that if I offended this guy that was asking for my girl's legs, then we could, and I don't, I mean, and I stand in his way, then we can possibly lose that engagement. And this is Lagos. You will lose that engagement. It will send you back home. Seriously. I mean, there's no court to go to and say that somebody was discriminating against one woman somewhere. So, so that was what happened. And, um, I was racking my head that how am I going to dribble around this person, maintain my Christian testimony, and at the same time, not, um, and at the same time, um, not compromise the girl or put the, leave the girl in a compromising situation. So, I was very, uh, sort of like evasive about it. You know, the guy kept coming, said, so Alpha, now, have you talked to this girl? Now, you need to set up a meeting with us, so blah, blah, blah. I was just very evasive. I would just be dancing around and not just say anything to him. And I also didn't say anything to the girl. Now, when the guy saw that I wasn't playing ball, so he began to make his own effort to approach the girl on his own. And fair enough, she's an adult. She's over 21. Anyone can approach her and she can talk to anyone she likes. And that's pretty much not my business. So it means that her dad cannot hold me responsible and whatever they do is their business and my work is going on as much as she's my friend. Then I got to discover from this guy, uh, from the girl, that the guy was going to get married soon. The guy was engaged. He was attending a top Pentecostal church in Lagos. When I say top Pentecostal church, I know the pastor personally. I've known him for decades personally not somebody i just see on tv somebody i know i have eaten in their house before i've eaten in his office before i know the pastor of this guy so i know the church is a very highly reputable church is a church i would recommend to anybody but of course i won't name the church on this occasion now because this guy is not a good example for them so i and i was just like shocked that you actually attend. So I asked the guy, I said, are you born again? He told me he was born again. I said, do you speak in tongues? He said, speak in tongues. Even his wife too is born again, speaking tongues. But but I just like that, your girl. Man, I just want to have that girl in bed at least before, at least before I get married. That was what the guy said to me. And he was going to marry, say, just in a matter of weeks. And I was just puzzled that what kind of nonsense is this? And um, that's one example. And the guy said that, ah, and he also stretched it that even after he gets married, that this is the kind of, that I just, the guy just got fixed. He just got fixated on those legs. Said, I just like those legs. And um, we, there was a little tragedy um, a few weeks later. And the little tragedy was this. Now, I used to notice that the guy will bring all sorts of girls into his office. Now, this is a guy married, a born-again Christian marrying in two weeks' time. He will bring all sorts of girls into his office, and they'll go to all sorts of places. 
So, one day, I walked into his office. And one girl was sitting there. And the guy just said, Ah, Shola. And you know, the way we operate in Lagos is that just anybody you say is your wife. We are, yeah, we mean, you know, that sort of a thing. So, and Bozo said this a lot, you know, maybe about the girls that they are sleeping with. We are, yeah, we mean, you know, that sort of thing, that this is one of my wives, you know. So the guy just said, Ah, uh, Shola. He said it in you know, my local language, yeah, Lele, that this is my wife. So, and I'd never really met the lady he was going to get married to before. So I just laughed when he said it. The lady looked up at me. Then I turned to the guy. I said, so I just turned to the guy. I said, oh, okay. So which one of them is this? And the lady just looked at me and said, what do you mean? Do you mean that we are many? I just looked at the lady. I just said, oh, sorry. And I just walked away. So that was how the guy, I mean, I definitely the guy came back to me the following day i said that was the person i am going to get married to and he received a very good bollocking from his fancy still that did not stop my girl told me that ah this guy has come home, that he wants us to go out on a date so she told me she informed me and i was very thankful to god that she informed me so i just told the girl i said look I said two things can come out of this. I said number one, the fiancés are well that is a player. If they catch you, you might be the scapegoat that they will beat. And this is Lagos. If they catch you with someone's boyfriend or someone's husband, they can strip you naked and lynch you. Now the second thing I said was that if you think you're only just going to eat free food and you're not going to sleep with this guy. Because the girl was unaware that the guy was fixated on her legs. So I said, if you just think you're going to eat free food and you say no when this guy wants to sleep with you, you're joking. No, he will rape you. Seriously. My advice to you, don't ever allow yourself to be caught. Don't allow yourself to be caught in private with this guy. You won't survive it. You just will not come out clean. In fact, I told the girl straight, if you go out on a dinner date with this guy, I can confirm that he has slept with you seriously because you're not going to come back until he has slept with you either by consent or by force so i made it i mean in the strongest times i told her what my opinion was about it that decline this dinner date just decline it now this is one example i can give you now um since uh the first episode was released um yesterday since the first episode was released yesterday i have had two of my female followers uh pop into my whatsapp one of them said to me that a guy who wanted to that there was a guy who wanted to con another lady in her church to becoming a side chick and that this guy was married uh that was somewhere in nigeria so he said both that herself, her friend, and the guy who wanted to con her friend into side chicks, that all three of them attend the same church in Nigeria. I mean, this is to show you how widespread this thing is. Then the second lady who came on also had a nasty experience with a guy who concealed his actual status and posed as though he was single, wanting to marry this girl. Now, 
it was just by an act of the holy ghost that the guy he just fell out of the guy's mouth in a conversation that he was married and the girl said you married eh no way and in fact the guy she was so upset she said no 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 i'm out of this goodbye i didn't know this was i mean this was a scam now this is a guy who is a christian and is married born again christian this guy now started begging the girl that look i will take care of you just come and be my side chick and i will take care of you so you see that this is a disease that is not only on the streets in nigeria but this is a disease that has crept into the pentecostal church seriously it is a disease that is on the streets a demon that is on the street and it has crept into the churches so it is something to talk about and the ladies said that now apart from the prayer point of let a good man come she now has an extra prayer point that i am tired of meeting with men who want to turn me married men who want to turn me to side chick so our first question to you when she meets you now as a man is are you a married man or a single man because you can't make that assumption anymore that a guy approaching you for marriage is single in nigeria so you have to ask the man are you single or married yes or no and of course whatever answer the guy gives you you have to make sure you verify it privately so you don't get shafted so i'll leave you here and uh, come back with more gist for you in episode three bye